And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. Also, this Positive Head podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I, but make no mistake, it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources to produce five episodes each and every week for you, our listeners. So if you enjoy the Positive Head podcast, it would be stellar and much appreciated if you showed us your support at positivehead.com by picking up one of our unique Positive Head bracelets. Of course, you would most certainly be helping yourself in the process because it functions as much more than just another stylish accessory. And if you haven't ever seen one, they're really cool, simple little bracelets with our Flower of Life Sacred Geometry inspired logo. They're actually made out of recycled tires and metal, so our intention is, of course, to do something positive by giving new life to previously discarded goods. And as far as their functionality goes, they act as a daily reminder to help you focus on the positive aspects of your daily life. The concept was actually inspired by studies that you can read about on our, our website. But besides that, many people believe just wearing something with sacred geometry is empowering in and of itself, uh, which you can also read about on our site. And of course, as the Buddha once famously said, what you think you become. So we believe having something on your wrist that reminds you to keep a positive head the same way a Fitbit reminds you to keep active makes a whole lot of sense. Of course, we charge way less than Fitbit for helping you to manage your mental health because we let you name your price for your positive head bracelet. The reason we do that is because our heartfelt intention is to spread the positivity at all costs, first and foremost. That is our primary aim. And we don't ever want money to stand in the way of somebody wearing one. So if money is super tight and you want to pay as low as our cost to get one, no problem. On the flip side, if you love our podcast and just hit the lotto and want to show us your support by paying a million dollars for one, well, that won't hurt our feelings much either, I assure you. All right, back at it. Yeah. Here we are. Let's do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, back get pumped the, up. <laughs> yeah, get pumped up because why shouldn't you be? Is, we've changed this to a football podcast, everyone. So we're going to yeah go for a little bit more of a intense motivational. Did you vibe. see how that one guy threw a touchdown and hit a home run simultaneously in Sunday's game? Um, actually, if we could be somewhere maybe between football coach and drill sergeant, <laughs> but not quite as intense. You know what I mean? We like to mix <laughs> things the, up on the positive yeah. podcast, everyone. <laughs> Oh, dude. Find that sweet spot. Ridiculous. 
So Redunculous. let's see, Dalian, what have we here for this day's episode? You got something interesting, mysterious? What mysterious have we story here? of the day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we live in a mysterious kind of universe, dude. I Especially mean, when the Positive Head podcast becomes a football yeah. uh, a drill sergeant. <laughs> exactly. Podcast. When we start right off the bat getting real silly and weird and then talk about how weird and mysterious things are. You know, you're listening to the Positive Head podcast. <laughs> exactly. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah, I found something suitably conspiracy-y Ooh, sounding. conspiracy E, yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty cool. It's an active, um, I'm, I'm sorry, an article from Collective Evolution. Okay. From, uh, for, that was just published here pretty recent. Uh, this guy, Arjun Walia, I've seen his name quite a bit there. He's he's written quite a few pieces that I've, I've reported on a couple of those lately. So anyhow, anyhow, this is regarding the NASA space program here in the U.S. and the moon landings and how there's just a lot more than that than... They've disclosed, as we've suspect, suspected. Yeah, the headline for the article is, what really happened when NASA went to the moon? Why the official story is very questionable. So it makes reference, Brandon, to the Apollo 11 uh, press conference, actually, with uh, Neil Armstrong, Michael Collins, and Buzz Aldrin, where uh, the, the writer starts off by mentioning how that press conference is just kind of awkward. The mm-hmm. whole scene their body language, he says, the way that they're behaving, their behavior is a little just skittish, right? Uh-huh. And so, okay, if you're going to start off with that and go like, okay, that doesn't really prove anything, yeah, right? Yeah, that's that might but, be, a, I, I hear you, that's not right. solid evidence, but yeah. Exactly. But he goes on from there and quotes um, some people that like, you know, some of the uh, more high profile uh, military and uh, former uh, NASA um you know, employees and such that, or people that had a high government clearance, right? Uh-huh. That have come forth and, you know, been very public about the fact that, you know, NASA and the government know, you know, that they've been in contact with alien intelligences, that, um, you know, they're, they're keeping it under wraps, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Let me find you a select quote here. According to Bob Dean, United States Army Command Sergeant Major, who also served at the Supreme Headquarters Allied Powers of NATO as an intelligence analyst. Mm-hmm. More footage exists, erased and hidden all these years, which you, we have never been told about. And he says, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, my government, NASA, he said, which many of us in the United States say stands for never a straight answer, <laughs> <laughs> proceed, proceeded to erase 40 rolls of film of the Apollo program, the flight to the moon, the flight around the moon, the landings on the moon, the walking guys here and there. They erased, for Christ's sakes, 40 rolls of film of these events. Wow. Uh, now we're talking about several thousand in the individual frames that were taken so that the these so-called authorities determined that, that you did not have a right to see. Oh, and they were disruptive, socially unacceptable, politically unacceptable. I've become furious. I'm a retired command sergeant major. I've never been famous for having a lot of patience, he said. <laughs> but, so, yeah, that was, like I guess, part of his rationale for going so public. But, uh, yeah, he's just one of the people that the article references as having said a few things, but, of course, imply that there's just so much more than that's, that's been disclosed. Uh, they, they also quote Dr. Edgar Mitchell, of course, yeah, uh, an actual astronaut, him. right, of the uh, Apollo program, who's, um, uh, here's a quote from him in the article. I happen to be privileged enough to be in on the fact that we have been visited on this planet and the UFO phenomenon is quite real, although it's been covered up by governments for quite a long time. Yes, there have been crash craft and bodies recovered. We're not alone. There have been coming here. 
they have been coming here for a long time. So the article is really just um, a list of sort of where we're at on that whole thing. But, you know, it's, it seems clear that there's something. And if you're inclined to believe that this is possible, then there's certainly a lot of evidence for it being the case. So the article goes into some of that evidence, Brandon. Yeah. But um, even though you can't conclusively prove anything yet, I think that there's just so, you know, you have so many individuals like this uh, Sergeant Major Bob Dean, who's just like very publicly saying like, yeah. you know, they're just hiding it. And we know where they're hiding it because they consider it socially disruptive, right? Things mm-hmm. like this. So, yeah, it's uh, interesting because, of course, you hear the conspiracies about the fact that the moon landing was staged. Uh, this of course, uh, being that the moon landing was, uh, only, we were only shown a glimpse of sort of the interactions. And yeah, I've heard several things like this over the year, years. I I can't remember who the guy was, but he claims to have been in working in the photo lab that developed a lot of those photos. And there's like full on bases and all these things Mm -hmm. on the moon that, uh, of course are being covered up. And Edgar Mitchell being one of the most interesting ones that you just mentioned, he recently passed, but I mean, he was on the cover of Time Magazine. He came out, I don't know, a decade or so ago saying, hey, I've been privy to these conversations. They're here now. (laughs) This has been going on for a long time. It's time to expose it. And so, uh, you know, when some of these high-level officials like that come come forward, obviously there's no definitive proof yet, but there's certainly a lot of of, uh, people pointing in that direction and people that certainly make you listen twice or three times. (laughs) Yeah, and what about these reports like this? article that i had found and reported on as a story um a couple of weeks ago about the alien music that astronauts that were walking on the moon surface allegedly heard right and there were supposedly tapes that were actually released the very following day after we talked about it the story made the uh, rounds on all the major news outlets so i remember seeing it on the dig uh, site aggregator and it wasn't like a couple of other major news outlets from some tv program nasa's unexplained files i think or something like that but it's the actual audio clip of the astronauts talking, uh-huh. which NASA had, I think, classified, and it just recently came, became declassified. But they're like, you know, talking about like, do you hear that? Right? It's like, oh, some spooky alien-sounding music. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I, another little tantalizing piece of evidence there. Yeah, take it for what you will. Yeah, take it for what you will. <laughs> Well, uh, moving right along uh, today, Dalian, we have. Um, We've received a uh, question from uh, a listener, and it's uh, a good one. So I thought it would be awesome to just kind of uh, give our two cents on on what this individual is probing about. And I think it's something that could uh, really apply to a lot of people's life uh, lives. And uh, yeah, so and of course, guys, we love, love, love getting uh, feedback interaction interacting with you guys so if you have any kind of questions thoughts you know please write in we can make you anonymous or not or what have you we just want to interact and um you know and get the opportunity to hear what's on your mind and take it take a crack at answering questions it definitely is something we want to do more and more of so uh yeah you can go through the positivehead.com website you can uh leave a voicemail there's a phone number on the podcast page uh that you can goes right to voicemail or you can email us uh, through the site with any questions or thoughts that you have. So the question that we uh, received today was, uh, through my own spiritual journey and psychic encounters, your podcast in a serious aha moment, clarifying the life I actually see for myself 
and the life I thought I should want based on societal societal norms has brought me to a point where I'm questioning if myself and my partner are a vibrational match for each other. I realize I am the one growing spiritually and I do not expect him to immediately jump on board. But when I talk about vibrations, energy, and really anything metaphysical, he immediately shuts it down. I am uh, a scientist and as such, read a ton of articles and love sharing them. More times than not, he either says, hmm, sounds interesting, obviously hoping to move on from the conversation, or says, stop talking about that vibration stuff, that vibrational stuff. Despite me explaining to him with compassion that you can't argue with physics, could you please shed some light on how to differentiate between keeping someone in your life because maybe you could be the per- person to help open their mind to these concepts and deciding it's time to uh, and deciding if it's time to end the romantic relationship realizing that they may in fact not be a match for you. I'm a very calm com- communicator so there are never major brawls or disagreements uh, that often signify a relationship sh- should be done. I would really love to hear your insight. Well, I think this is an excellent uh, sort of addition to the podcast we did the other day talking about, uh, you know, love uh, and allowing it to be, um, you know, um, the Khalil Gibran quote, quote, love one another, but make not a bond of love, but rather let it be a moving Let it be a moving sea between the shores of your souls. And I think that is just as relevant here with this topic as any other. Um, It's a a difficult one. And uh, I think a lot of people, especially as you come online, so to speak, spiritually and open up to, you know, uh, you're experiencing rapid changing in your own view of uh, reality and, and how you know, you fit into that reality. And oftentimes, you know, people start at one point together, they're a vibrational match. And a year later, or, you know, two years later, two weeks later, there's no, you know, (laughs) definitive rule book to this, you can grow apart, you can you can grow apart vibrationally. And it doesn't mean that uh, there's something wrong with the other person, or there's something wrong with you. It is, uh, it is just the way of things. We all do this at our own pace. We all are going in the same direction, but taking our very unique path. Some people beeline for the finish line. Others meander through the forest and uh, take their their sweet time getting there. Um, I think it's just very important to realize, though, that you can't really lose anyone or anything. Fear not lost, for nothing can truly be lost. And I think a, a, a big, big misconception is that something has to last forever for it to be successful relationship speaking one of the biggest misconceptions in our society in my opinion and that's just not the case uh you can't lose anyone or anything that you love because you're in eternity with them and you can take vacations you can take timeouts but at the end of the day you will cross again you have eternity to do it so and they're a part of you they're an extension of you and when you start feeling those sort of questions i think uh it's something you're doing the right thing you've got to pay attention to it you've got to really analyze it and obviously the fact that you're calm you know there's no uh, major drama that makes it very apparent and that's very understandable um you know at the end of the day no one can answer this question for you but I think we all know when we're really honest with ourselves is one of the great things to do is meditate on on these sorts of topics. And, you know, I actually went to dig up uh, help on this one because it is uh, (laughs) it is a big topic. And I found a great talk, of course, who I probably play the most, Abraham Hicks. I, I just love all the messages from Abraham. And this one is 
when is the time to move on? And it speaks very directly to what, what we're talking about here. So let's, let's bring in Abraham for a minute. Um, my question is about relationships. And I was listening to what you were saying earlier about the list of positive aspects. And I can't remember what it was about, but it, it was about like someone you're having an issue with. And um, in, in a relationship... How do you know when you should just move on to another relationship or go out on your own or divorce? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. First, first we want to acquaint you with your vortex and help you to make that your predominant relationship. So when you care about the relationship, the vibrational relationship between you and you, now you're standing on solid ground. And then... The relationship relationship of the vortex or the energy of the vortex will call you to to your best good, to what you are really wanting. It's, again, it's that easy for us to say thing about just don't leave a relationship from outside the vortex. Make sure you're in the vortex. And when you're in the vortex, you never leave anything. You just go somewhere else. And there's a huge difference between leaving one place and going to another. In other words, it's the difference between lack and alignment. It's the difference between resistance and allowing. So what you're essentially saying to us is, how much should I tolerate and how bad should it get before I go? Mm -hmm. And we say, we would tolerate nothing. In other words, we, we wouldn't put up with anything. But the, the most important thing that we want you to hear is it's not what somebody else is doing to you that's making the relationship not feel good. It's what you're doing to you by making that relationship more important than this relationship and then resenting that one because it doesn't give you the feedback that you're looking for. In other words, when, when you're looking to another person to buoy you up, to, to fulfill you, to reassure you, to adore you, to love you unconditionally, you're asking something from someone that you shouldn't be asking of anyone other than the source within your vortex because it's not their job to hold you as their singular object of attention so that they're there for you anytime you need them. Your inner being is always there for you anytime you need them, anytime you want, anytime. The resources of source are always there for you, you see. So we think that a whole lot of people, in fact, nearly every person, uses relationships in a really screwy way by asking anyone to be my rock, you're my rock, you're my reason for living, you're my my anchor, you're my ball and chain. In other words, free them, free them all. And more important, free yourself from needing them to behave, you see. And so, and we know there are things that go on in relationships, in your relationship that you don't want and that that no one should ask you to put up with. We just want you to know that you can't get to where you want to be by being mostly aware of what you don't want. So here's how it works. So this troubling relationship is 
causing you and has been causing you for some time to create a really different relationship in your vortex. Every time you are disrespected, a more respectful relationship cues up. Every time you are misunderstood, a more understanding relationship is queued up. Every time you are unappreciated, a more appreciative relationship is queuing up. Now, we know, as we said earlier, it's easier to go to the movie and watch the, watch the reality of all the color and vividness of, of real life than it is to conjure imagery of what's in the vortex. We get that. But we want you to understand that there is a vivid, delicious relationship waiting for you that has been carved out of every relationship that you've ever had that you have access to but that you have to make a choice thought by thought, day by day, moment by moment, emotion by emotion. You have to reach for better feeling thoughts. You have to reach for what's here rather than be appalled by what's here. So what you have to do is just sort of put up with it when it's happening because it's hard to ignore someone who's there. It's hard to ignore something when it's happening. Don't even try. But in those moments when you're not being tested to the fullest, in those moments when you're lying in the privacy of your own mind in bed and, and you have the ability to conjure thoughts, think about the vortex, not about the better relationship. Think about the vortex. Think about the peace and wonder and fulfillment of the vortex. Because what happens is, you see, you've already done step one. You've already put the relationship you want in the vortex. Now, the more you soothe yourself, the more you allow your vibration to raise until eventually it is our promise to you. Your vibration will raise to the frequency of your vortex and then you are a cooperative component to all of the things that you've put there and then the impulse to act will be so strong that you will not be able to deny it. But it won't be a moving away from, it will be a coming home to feeling. Hard to hear when you're all wrapped up in what you don't yeah. want. Yeah. So all these words are doing for you is as you trust Abraham, as you believe in the overall message of the vortex, what we're doing for you here is letting you know that we've seen what's there. We've seen what's there and you can see it too. And when you do, you'll know what to do. When you see it, you'll know what to do. What's, what's got you down now? And a lot of people say, well, Abraham, it seems like any relationship is better than no relationship. And we say, not really, <laughs> not really. But there are a lot of people that feel that way. This is better than nothing. And we say, you are not in a position where you're having to choose something unwanted over nothing. It's something over something, 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 something wonderful over something not wonderful. That's what the choice is. Something wonderful, something dynamic, something deserved, something equal to who you really are, something in alignment with what you've put there. You deserve a wonderful, 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 wonderful relationship, you see. You deserve a wonderful relationship. That's what's there for you. But you just gotta go to the pantry for a while and eat things that distract you. <laughs> I have them. So, when my partner is being especially negative, do you... Well, that's the, not the time to do any work. 
I just that, just just accept that hair blowing, just accept that hair blowing experience as sort of where you're at. That hair blowing back experience. In other words, well, this is where we are. This is what is, and this is putting all kinds of good stuff in the vortex. Don't tell your partner because that's just annoying. Yeah. Oh, you're helping you me create just... someone so much better than you. <laughs> Every time you act like that, my life gets better over here. You don't want to say that. Just know it. So do you just leave the room every time? Do you just say again? To, to distract yourself from like this, the ongoing, ongoing, ongoing negative stuff. Do you just leave the room every time? You know or just what? go into your... You know what's interesting about this? You all watch television with all that stuff going on that's negative without feeling a need to leave the room. <laughs> do you run out of the room every time somebody kills a bug? Do you, do you, do you, in other words, there's all kinds of stuff that you don't necessarily want. The only, the only reason that anyone leaves the room is to make a point. I don't like what you're saying. <gasps> In other words, you want to de-emphasize, you want to de-emphasize the unwanted. Okay. So, so be, here, here, this is the key or the trick that you're looking for. How can I be in a, inside of, a, in the right smack dab in the middle of a manifestation that is unpleasing and offering a different vibration? Well, watch your children. They figured it out. They ignore you. <laughs> they pretend like you're not there. They, they don't hear anything you say. You could be just in a horrible mood and they don't know, they don't care. They're not hanging on your every word. They're, they're, they're sort of, they're in their own world. You keep shaking them, dragging them back in and saying, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. And maybe sometimes your relationship does that to you too. But we think you're exaggerating. We think you have the ability to, to bliss out far more often than you've been giving yourself credit. Our friend did it. And the happier she got, the more out of vibrational sync she became with the one who was giving her grief until the universe just put them in different places, mm -hmm. you see. Mm -hmm. So first we want to be clear, we are not for a moment suggesting that every time you feel that way in a relationship that it means you're moving on to another person because often the very person who helped you create the better relationship can be the person who helps you fulfill it once you get caught up to speed with what you're really wanting. In other words, that's one of the benefits of not taking action too soon. When you get into sync with who you really are, the people around you begin to behave differently. And sometimes you even feel like you're magic. Our friend thinks he's God. <laughs> And we do too. In other words, you, you, you have such power of persuasion when you get tuned in, tapped in, turned on. Have you, have you ever been in a situation where something happened and you laughed and, and because you laughed, everyone else did too and it sort of blew over? You changed the vibrational dynamics of the situation from your in the vortex attention to it, you see. So, so what have we said to you here? First, 
don't be hard on yourself. But mm -hmm. second and equally, don't be hard on the other person. Mm -hmm. Because you can't get to the person that you really want while you're railing against the person you don't want. Mm. You can't get to the behavior that you really want while you're taking detailed notes of what's wrong with, with what's going on. In other words, you're, you're wanting to deactivate that in your vibration. And we've never known anyone who could deactivate something without activating something else. In other words, you just can't push against what you do not want without making it bigger. So mm. you have to just do your best to withdraw your attention. And that's why you said, should I just leave the room? And we say, unless leaving the room draws more attention to it. If you can leave quietly or leave happily or, or hear something and go answer it or, or, or be on your way to something else. But, but don't leave in a defiant huff against anything. Because you're not wanting to proclaim to the universe, I'm leaving this. Because the universe will say, well, here, here's some more in the other room. Mm. 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 Yeah. Very good. Very good. Thank you. So, yeah, what she's saying there, Dalian, I mean, you know care about the relationship between you first you know if you're not if what you're doing to yourself uh by making the relationship with the other person is is sort of trumping your relationship with yourself then there there's a problem and and you've got to understand that you know your relationship with source is the most important one your inner being is always there for you uh, you don't need anyone to complete you or anything like that. You're, you're, you know, you're always, uh, I think a lot of people are scared to let go because they think, oh, I won't find something else or someone is good. And I see so much potential in that person. And, you know, you're always choosing something over something, something wonderful is coming, uh, you, you can't it's not it's not from going from something good to something worse you're you're going to attract what's a vibrational match for you and i think that's really 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 important to understand whatever it is you seek in that person that partner that you love and, and, and appreciate the universe can deliver it to you on steroids times a thousand it has infinite ways that it can bring it that energy to you uh, as long as you're not resisting uh, getting there and if we're holding on to something that no longer is feeling like a match, I think it's really important for us to get very sort of loose with our relationships. And it's why I have the sort of take that I do in regards to traditional relationship structures. And of course, I talk about uh, that quite a bit in the interview with uh, Dr. Kelly Neff. Um, but uh, it's it's not, I think we've, we've locked them into these rigid structures that, you know, have to fit in with the societal norms and I really don't believe that's our natural, most natural state. And, uh, you know, when you, of course, doesn't mean you always leave either, right? As she said, and, and that was the question from, from the person that wrote in. When you get into sync with who you really are, people can also begin to behave differently uh, because you're sort of, you know, affecting them energetically speaking. But um, at the end of the day, you know, you have to listen to yourself. You have to continue to move on and move upward. And if someone is not wanting to go in the same direction, I... I think at some point you have to make the decision that you want to up the vibrational uh, playing field, so to speak, in, in that crucial aspect of your life, which is, you know, a romantic re relationship. 
Yeah, I think that's all very well said, Brenny. And for sure, Abraham's insight into that, I think, is a very clear indicator of how how to proceed, really. But uh, yeah, I would say that it's for sure a uh, sort of something that you, of course, have to determine by yourself by doing some introspection, some you know, asking yourself how how do you feel about the the whole situation? What what does it mean to you? And of course, it sounds like from what this person is saying that they're already realizing that perhaps mm-hmm. there's you know a significant energy mismatch yeah and that may or may not be there or it may or may not be um a huge impediment to a relationship because yeah like sort of what's implied it can serve as something that perhaps uh keeps two people together even though they may have some pretty different viewpoints on on some key areas of life i know that there's people out there who are um, you know, pretty big opposites to each other, but they, as they say, you know, opposites attract. I'm not sure that that's always the case. It can be, but yeah. Exactly. And that can work, you know, sometimes. So you'll have people who, you know, maybe if they get into, you know, it's a couple that can't talk about politics, right? Like they have very different, you know, views on that, especially these days when that sort of things become so contentious, then I can see how, you know, someone would get irritated if it's, you know, if, if the topic gets brought up, right? It's very sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I've, I've kind of been down this road and I can think back maybe, I don't know, five, six years ago, probably something like that. I was in a relationship with someone who wasn't on the same page as far as their sort of view of uh, reality in the universe. And, um, well, even going back farther than that. Yeah. I had a few relationships like that and ultimately it just didn't work because you're, you're, you have totally different for me anyway. It just didn't didn't work because we're on different vibrations. We're on different wavelengths. We're going in different directions, and um, so I, I would imagine. And and here's the great thing is once I let that go and let go of the fear of loss and all these things because there were great things about both these relationships that I'm thinking of. But as soon as I let that go, what did I attract? Someone more in line with my who I am and then someone else more in line like over the years it just got more and more of a match every time I would let something go that wasn't serving me and I think that's really important you don't need to ask anyone to be anything for you as Abraham talked about free them all and free yourself from needing them and every time you're unappreciated a more appreciative relationship is that much more queued up for you that is vivid delicious you know, relationship, it's just waiting for you. So the question is, 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 is this person going to change? Uh, is this going to magically all of a sudden become important to them overnight? Probably not, but anything's possible. And if not, well, where are you going? Where are you heading? Because there's this vivid, delicious relationship that can, is queued up for you in your vortex, which is like your vibrational escrow. When Abraham refers to that, that's what they're talking about. This non-source wish that you have uh, that's already created in a, you know, in the infinite now waiting for you to be a vibrational match for it. So it's in your vortex waiting. It's just a matter of what you really, really want. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, this is what we were excited in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it's all in the vortex waiting for you. Get pumped up. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get pumped up, y'all. <laughs> all right. That concludes our football episode. Uh, we do have some good music queued up. Um, although we should probably have ACDC or something, but we don't. Uh, we have a friend of mine I recently met down in Costa Rica. Excellent stellar individual andy babb and the big beautiful band this is uh their song love will win and before we check out the musical tastings for today i would like to add 
This podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I. So if you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes. Since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting, uh, your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. <laughs> Otherwise, as you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being. Come 
Souls will float on.